0: In this bulletin, renewed hopes for more Australians escaping the Gaza Strip after the reopening of the Ruffa Crossing, the Western Australian Government to pay out $180 million of stolen wages to Indigenous communities, and in cricket, India knock out Sri Lanka to advance to the World Cup semi-finals. G'day from the SBS newsroom, I'm Peggy Giacomelos. Trapped Australians in Gaza have a second opportunity to flee the besieged territory as local authorities flag another reopening. Many Australians and their relatives remain stuck in Gaza, which re- Israel is bombarding through retaliatory airstrikes in response to deadly attacks launched by Hamas in Israel on October the 7th. A foreign affairs department spokesman would not confirm when the border would reopen. A first evacuation plane carrying 53 Jordanian citizens who left the Gaza Strip has arrived in Jordan's capital, Amman. United States President Joe Biden has also confirmed that 74 Americans with dual citizenship have been evacuated from the Gaza Strip. We got out today, 74 American folks uh, out, uh, that are dual citizens. Are coming. Anyway, thank you. Okay. Victorian police have charged 49-year-old Erin Patterson with three counts of murder and five counts of attempted murder over an alleged mushroom poisoning in July. Ms Patterson was arrested at her home in South Gippsland in Victoria's southeast as part of an investigation into the suspected poisoning, with police searching the property. She has now been charged with murdering couple Gail and Don Patterson and her sister Heather Wilkinson after serving them a beef wellington pie for lunch in her home. Heather's husband, Ian Wilkinson, is still recovering after spending almost two months in hospital receiving treatment after the lunch. Detective Inspector Dean Thomas from the Homicide Squad has reminded people to take care when discussing the tragic incident. Aaron Patterson previously told the ABC that she purchased the mushrooms at an Asian grocer and was devastated to think they may have contributed to the illness suffered by her loved ones. I think it's particularly important that we keep in mind that at the heart of this three people have lost their lives. These are three people who by all accounts were much beloved in their communities and are greatly missed by their loved ones. In a landmark decision, the Western Australian government has struck a $180 million deal to settle an Aboriginal stolen wages case. For decades, thousands of First Nations people working mostly in the cattle industry were paid little or no money. Now the government has agreed to compensation. Uncle Jim Morrison from the Western Australian Stolen Generations Corporation says unanswered questions are finally being addressed. Why has it taken so long? Where is this money gone? Where's the interest And in that money that's being stolen? And I'm glad they've actually recognised it, the stolen money. The WA government says the settlement acknowledges the valuable contribution First Nations people have made to the state. The government is to deliver a formal apology in Parliament at the end of the month. Emergency warnings have been issued for two bushfires in far north Queensland. With leave immediately orders in place for fast moving fires near Inod Hot Springs and Jumna Dam in the tableland south of Cairns. More than 59 blazes are still burning across the state, with at least 60 houses now lost in the past week. The arrival of Victorian firefighters and forecasts of possible storms for the state's southeast on the weekend are expected to bring some relief to exhausted fire crews. Rural Fire Service Chief Superintendent Tony Johnston says firefighters have been working tirelessly to contain four major fires across the region. There are fires of interest from the far north um, through to the border areas in the southeast, um, and there's a considerable effort being made uh, in these, these conditions in order to contain the fires that are active. In cricket, India is into the semi-finals of the Cricket World Cup after bowling out Sri Lanka for a record low 55. The unbeaten hosts and favourites became the first side to book a semi-final spot at the tournament in a thumping 302-run victory in Mumbai. Fiery fast bowling from Mohamed Shami and Mohamed Siraj lit up India's seventh win from as many matches in this year's 50-over tournament with Sri Lanka's batters lasting under 20 overs whilst chasing a 358-run target. The defeat has all but ended Sri Lanka's remaining hopes of making the knockout stages, with the side suffering its fifth defeat from seven matches. I'm Peggy Jackamalos. That's the latest from the SBS radio news team. Remember to check out our podcasts, SBS News In Depth, where you can find special features as well as more detail of what's happening in the day in news.